Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Podcast with me, Georgina Knoll. This is where I share the inner workings of my mind and my world and occasionally interview some kick-ass people from my life and from the industry in which I work so that you can help yourself up-level to what it takes to become a six-figure earner in the coaching industry. I don't just help coaches, I help artists and creators, visionaries from all walks of life. But if you know that you have been needing to feel seen and heard and understood, and sometimes you feel like a hot fucking mess, and you just feel like, hmm, wouldn't it be nice if there was someone out there who was sharing their internal processing so I didn't feel like I was so fucking crazy? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Inner Work. I hope you enjoy the show. Yo. So I'm sitting around yesterday and I'm recording this on Wednesday. So yesterday was Tuesday. It's my little brain having to do logic-y thinking things. Um, So I was sitting around yesterday and I have created so much space in my life recently. Um, After having the COVIDs over Christmas and New Year and just feeling like absolute shite, then I had, um, you know, more one-to-one sessions to do and um, I was like launching different things and I was starting to feel, obviously because I was kind of recovering from having been rather poorly, my energy felt quite low but I was still very excited to be creating the things I was creating and I was really being initiated into this idea of relaxing, allowing, letting the money come, letting the people come and really my only work in that moment because I didn't have the inspiration or the energy to like, I didn't have it, I didn't have the drive, you know, because my water element was fucked because I'd been so sick. And so while my body was recalibrating and healing, the old me, the old me, me from like a year ago would have just like shut down and been like, right, I can't receive now because I'm ill. I can't do anything. I can't I can't give. If someone pays me for a service right now, even if that service doesn't start for like another month or something, I don't actually have the energy. It felt like if I received money, I had this instant reaction in my body like, oh, I've received a payment. Now I have to give something. So I was attaching, receiving with immediately having to give to kind of acknowledge or be like, you've made the right choice. Yay, I love you. You know, like, yes, thank you for choosing me. There was still that very, very residual and deep, like unconscious patterning around, you know, not just being grateful. Like I celebrate the fuck out of people when they come and work with me. A, because I'm so like, I feel so grateful and just absolutely for, I feel blessed, man. I feel so blessed. Hashtag blessed. When people say yes and take the leap and sign up for anything with me, I find it so fucking exciting. (laughs) It's just like, oh, it just makes me really excited. I know the magic we're going to create. And it's almost like, I'm going to do this fun thing and it's going to be really fun and we're going to play and it's going to be great and you're going to make more money and you're going to feel better and you might cry a bit, but don't worry because on the other side, everything's going to be shiny, sparkly and you feel fucking amazing like you've had been through a soul car wash or like a soul spa. You're going to feel fucking amazing and all this magic shit's going to happen in your life. Like, I know that. So when someone sends me money, I'm like, ooh, bitch. <laughs> you have no idea what you've just said yes to, but your soul knows and well done for fucking doing the thing. So I want to celebrate that. I feel so excited even talking about it. 
So I know that there's that piece. And then there's also, you know, the other side that it's just so exciting when I see more and more people saying yes and the momentum of that building in the world in general. So when I like, because at the moment I'm launching my um my mastermind called Empress, and this is very much about being in the receiving frequency of life. But I think that something happens when we this I speak from my experience. When I think about when I have thought about receiving, I've definitely thought about it like the way that I've done quote unquote done receiving is okay, I feel like I need to just lean back a little bit. I can feel that I'm like pushing or I'm leaning too far into something. I'm initiating too much. So I will feel that, like the pressure of what that feels like, like a leaning forward. And I will go, right, okay, put your phone down, turn your phone off, go for a walk, go and have a bath. And all of those things are really fucking helpful. And they're definitely things that I'm going to encourage my peeps and Empress to do for sure. Because taking those physical conscious actions and creating a different pattern like of doing is really important. And it does help the brain repattern for sure. The next layer for me is like, okay, so what happens when I actually start to give myself space? So after the COVID and all of that good stuff, that was really like my system showing me even when you're sick and flat on your ass and you literally don't even have the energy to, I didn't have the energy to go and have a shower. I didn't have the energy to stand in the shower. Like it was horrific. And I don't share that for pity. (laughs) Woe is me. It's done now. Um, I survived. Uh, It's more about really to illustrate like the I had nothing to give. I could barely even look at my phone, look at the TV. I couldn't answer a question. I couldn't have a conversation. I couldn't do anything. I was just like a fucking blob on the couch, just like sobbing gently into my dressing gown. And some days I didn't even have the energy to sob. I just had to feel the numbness of the inability to sob. It was a dark time. (laughs) Ah, the joys of COVID. So anyway, as that was happening... I was still receiving money and I was like, what the fuck? And one of my friends messaged me and he was like, so you're like out of it with COVID. And yet today I've seen two videos go up on YouTube. Your newsletters are still going out. You've had a new (laughs) podcast published. Something's gone out on Instagram. And I was like, oh yeah, because I have a beautiful VA and I do scheduling and like, you know, I don't, I don't do scheduling. My VA does my scheduling for me you know, and I've created a life where I've, you know, there was a time where I was such a control freak that I actually couldn't delegate. I literally, I physically was unable. I was like, no, I can't like, I can't. It felt like it was going to be so hard to explain the way that I like things done to another human that I may as well just do it myself. I went through trial and error with VAs. Um, I've had some amazing VAs. As I'm as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm just getting PayPal notifications pinging through. This is so funny. I've had two so far. <laughs> this is great. Keep them coming, baby. So, um, as I'm <laughs> sorry, that's just that's just like made me chuckle because I'm literally talking about leaning back and receiving, and as I'm talking about it, I'm getting these PayPal notifications coming through of new sales. Ah, I love my life. So you know, and I'm grateful to me for actually committing to creating the life, which is basically what I'm talking to you about today. So when I was laying flat on my ass with COVID and then my friends like reflecting this back to me, I was like, shit, man, that's true. I've actually done the work around releasing control, allowing myself to be supported, all of that stuff. 
And now it's so easy for me to just be like, you know, my VA and I've got this beautiful system and we know how to speak to each other. We know what each other needs. There's clear communication. There's absolute like love, compassion and just all of the things. Like it's such a beautiful relationship that we've got. And I'm so, so grateful. And I know that I did a lot of work on, um, you know, really being clear on communication, getting okay with asking for what I want to be done in the way that I want it. There are instances now where, you know, she'll send me a graphic or something and I'm like, oh, now I've seen it. I didn't know what I needed before, but now you've sent me this. Can we tweak this, this, this and this? And then maybe she'll send it back and I'll be like, oh, this just needs to move a little bit. So we might go through two or three iterations of that graphic or just tiny little tweaks. But there was a time where I wouldn't have felt comfortable asking, even though I'm paying somebody, even though that's their job, even though she tells me how much she enjoys doing all of this stuff. I'm like, I still would have felt guilty about asking somebody else to do something for me just because I would see myself as like being too fussy or like a bit anal about the design or whatever. But when we remember that actually, when we're creating a business like this, this is my business. I'm creating this. This goes out in the world and represents me. So everything I put out in the world is a representation of a part of me, whether, you know, whether I like that or not, it is. And, you know, my Leo rising fucking loves it. So bring it on. But I like, I need to look at a graphic and I need to feel something from it. And if I don't feel the frequency of what I'm selling, then it needs to be tweaked. So once I owned that and I just got really clear on my communication with her it's like, it's just absolutely seamless and beautiful. And I've done the work on that communication. I've done the work on, you know, making sure that she's good, that she feels good, that she's set up, that she's, you know, we've got a great system in place. But a lot of that couldn't have been possible if I hadn't actually taken the time with other um, experiences that I've had and really refined the way that I feel about asking for support. And we've grown together, you know, when we first started working together, there were hiccups and things like we would, we both had this realization that when we would get on a call together, we, at the end of the call, I'd need a nap and so would she. And I remember saying to her, I was like, let me just look at our human design charts. And after looking, I was like, you know what, we've both got this center open and this center open and your one's defined here when mine is open. I don't think that face-to-face calls and trying to hash stuff out together is actually the best use of how we work together as a team. So what we did was we just adjusted how we communicate. And it's just because not, like it was nothing personal to either of us. It was literally just this piece around, we both want to work together when when we get the communication spot on, things just like fly. How can we refine this? How can we make this a, a better environment for the both of us so that we can both get what we need and get on with our zone of genius? And again, I wouldn't have been able to look at it that objectively before. I wouldn't have, I would have been like, oh God, you know, I'll just, I, I, whatever she sends my way, I'm just going to say yes, because I feel so uncomfortable. And then all that leads to is like that residual sense of resentment or oh, I, I, I'll just do this myself. Whereas I don't have any of that with my VA because she's a fucking legend, let's face it, putting up with, with me and my crazy, like, you know, uh, like I'm silent for a week and then suddenly I send her 800 things to action. She's like, okay, she's fucking amazing. <laughs> and I tell her how amazing she is because that's important. Um, but yeah, that level of communication 
allows me to now have that level of support that then again enables me to live into more of my zone of genius and my creativity and just do the bits of the business that feel really good to me and that in turn generates more income because I'm not fucking exhausted from trying to quote-unquote manage a relationship because it's just a beautiful thing and we have open communication and I love it and I don't have to kind of micromanage my you know admin side of things because I know it's taken care of and I trust and I believe and I allow that to happen so that's a piece here as well that again is very much in the empress vibes so when I was sick and I allowed all of these systems to just be in place and my allowed my the support that I'd created for myself it was really this moment of being able to look back at how far I've come and be in celebration of that be like fuck I've managed to create or I've allowed myself and I've done the work around creating this beautiful relationship, these systems, these things that I've got in place that I just say, could you dot, dot, dot. And then there's this whole like SOP, standard operating procedure that just gets like clicked and the things just happen. And it's amazing. And this is something that I never thought I could have had a couple of years ago because I was just such a control freak, but you've got to do the work around control and a part of that is really, again, trusting yourself, trusting that if things quote unquote go wrong or not the way you planned, that you can handle it, you're resilient enough, you're resourceful enough, the people around you are invested enough in what they are doing and in what you're doing that they are going to show up for you. And if they don't, then you deal with that. But knowing that you can deal with that is a big part of it. And I think as um, particularly as you know, I can only speak as again, as a woman, um, and for me personally, in that role or that identity part of me as a woman has definitely had stories of fragility placed on me. Like, oh, well, you know, you're a girl, you're a woman. So, you know, oh, you're, you're a little delicate, soft lady. And if I'm anything other than that, then I don't quite fit the norm. So people maybe don't necessarily allow themselves to fully understand parts of me because they kind of need to keep me in their box of what their paradigm of what they think someone who has the physical body that I have should be right and I know that I shake those norms already because people when people haven't seen my like my arms or what are my legs and they're like oh fuck you've got tattoos I'm like yeah I've got quite a few tattoos and they're like oh I just kind of didn't expect you to have tattoos and I'm like okay, that's a weird thing to say, but all right. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I've got little like, you know, little curly, curly hair and quite a little lady face, <laughs> like quite a curvy lady shape where the people think like tattoos. I don't know. I don't know what it is. That's that's my assumption. But um, I've also had people say things like, oh, I know she's she's got tattoos, but she's not scary. I'm like, what does that mean? Are we not past that yet? And so when I was talking to my mentor, this, you know, I am talking about many things all at once, but trust that your body will receive what it needs. There was a piece around the COVID stuff where it was really that lesson of like, oh, look how far you've come, look what's in place. And it really showed me how far I've come, but also allowed me to integrate on an identity level, like, oh, this is why, this is part of what has been the journey on creating six figures in my business is has been this has been 
the ability to let go, to trust, to lean back, to receive and ask for support. And not just ask for support, but ask for support. And then if it's not given, ask again and ask again and ask again until I get what I want and what I desire and what I know is right for my business or for me. And that in itself has been huge. And we did a lot of work on that in Powerhouse because I acknowledged what a huge piece that was for me. And it made such a big shift for the women who were in that container. It was like fucking huge when they all realized like, oh, wait, if I ask in a half-assed way and then I don't get what I want, I use that to validate my stories of I don't deserve support, I don't deserve to get what I want, blah, 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 rather than, oh, okay, I really didn't ask for what I wanted very clearly. And now that I've received what they think I asked for, I can clarify and get even, you know, I can get clearer on what I want and I can ask more clearly as well. And the thing is, when you ask somebody for something, if they say yes, and they really mean it, they probably want to give you what you've actually asked for. They probably don't want you to walk away from that experience thinking, I didn't really get what I wanted there, but never mind. The majority of people, if they say, oh yeah, I'd love to help you with that, they actually want you to leave that exchange feeling like you got what you wanted, right? So let's just remember that. (laughs) And if they don't, if they said yes to something that they don't really want to do, then that's on them. (sighs) Coming back. So that's part of the leaning back, allowing, receiving, all of the things. And as I was talking to my uh, mentor yesterday, I was like, I'm going to leave you a whiny bitch message, so get prepared. So I just, (laughs) you know, I was in self-judgment around the way that I was feeling. So I was calling myself the whiny bitch because I just needed to get it out of my system (laughs) so that I could integrate and move forward. So I had my little whinge. And um, as soon as I'd said the words I needed to say, I started to get the clarity coming through. I was like, ping, 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 ping. And then sending her a bunch of messages like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I see where this is coming from. I understand it now. Got it, got it, got it. And then we were talking today about the fact that one of the words I'd used yesterday was, now that I've created all of this space in my business after the integration of what happened through COVID and seeing, I actually could release even more stuff and lean back even more because if I can receive the amount of money I received when I was that sick, imagine what's possible when I'm actually, you know, fully locked and loaded and able to be in like conscious receptivity, like consciously choose into my frequency more. Um, and sometimes that's the problem, right? Is that we, we're, cho- we're so consciously choosing something <laughs> that we're like locked, we're like locked onto it. And our focus is so narrow on the thing that we're missing out on other opportunities where the universe is trying to gift us some magic and we're just sitting there going, nope, money's got to come through this avenue. Love's got to come through this avenue. Validation's going to come from here. And we forget to just soften, lean back and enjoy our fucking life. And I said to her, I used the word, I just felt bored. I felt like I've created all this space in my life and I'm at home with the dog. I've been to the gym already, which which was really good. Like that was a highlight of my day for sure. I've done food prepping. I've done, and then I found myself just mindlessly eating chocolate. And I was like, this doesn't feel good. So what's really going on here? And I was like, oh, I'm just bored. I feel like I've created all this space and I don't know what to fill it with. So there's the first thing. Empty space. 
this, like, I talk about the moment in between, the breath in between. I'm really good now when I feel tired or like I need rest. I'm really good at giving that to myself these days. So yay, celebrate myself for that. Pat on the back. Woo! Yeah, go me. So there's that. But what do you do on the days when you actually have energy? You have, feel like vital, you're ready to go. But you don't know what to do with it. (laughs) What do you do then? Because that's when I personally start to feel bored. I'm like, "Mm." like restless, you know, I feel like I should be doing something. I feel like I want to do something, but I don't really know what I want to do. It's, you know, at the time it was like Tuesday afternoon. I've been to the gym. I've taken the dog for his walk. I've done some laundry. I've written content. I've posted on my stories. I've done the things like, hmm, answered client messages. I've done a live stream. I've, you know, what else could I possibly do today? And then it's like, ah, stuck still in the doing paradigm for a start and feeling into that energy more deeply. It's a restlessness and, um, my mentor was like, yeah, that's your root. It's your root center. I was like, ah, fuck. Okay, now I get it. Just because I have all, I've created all of this space, which is great. And now the really exciting part is reconnecting with the parts of myself that maybe, not I've forgotten, but that I've been bypassing with all of the doing And sometimes that's going to mean there's heavy emotion to move that I haven't looked at, which happened to me over the weekend. And I shared that with my lovely people in the portal. I went really deep into that with them. Um, And, but there's also this other piece around like, just acknowledging how little I have allowed myself to engage in things that bring me joy to the point where I'm not even really sure what those things are anymore. And so now I get to have this discovery of who am I now? What are the things I enjoy now? And one of the things that I've actually done, I was talking to, again, to my mentor about like, because I'm launching Empress at the moment, I was like, there's something that still hasn't clicked for me around, like, there's something that still feels incongruent or a little bit, not fraudulent, but just, yeah, incongruent, you know, like, there's something that feels a bit incongruent with the idea of empress and the art of lean back receiving and that feels like I'm still learning that. I'm still understanding what that really means for me. And I don't feel like it's, I can hold space for my clients in a one-to-one space when they're going through that because I can very clearly see what's going on for them. And I, I, have more of an opportunity to support them in it because I literally, you know, I'm messaging with them every day. So it's easy for me to just be like reflecting it back to them and sending them little nuggets of wisdom. When it comes to something like a mastermind experience where there isn't one-to-one access to me and the work is done as a collective, I'm like, am I ready to hold that in a collective? And the bigger part of me says, yeah, of course you fucking are. This is also part of your integration and learning. And this is where you are at your fucking best is when you're riding the edge of what you're currently integrating whilst you're teaching it. This is this is why a quantum leap is because I do have that implicit trust in my ability to deliver the things that I'm currently integrating myself at such a fucking high level that people just get it. They're in the frequency of me in 
in the deep embodiment process of it. So because of that, they kind of get dropped into that vortex with me and they get rapid fucking shifts. So I know that that works. I know that's how it works. And yet there was something in me that I hadn't realized. I was still kind of leaning back from it. And so we had a bit of a chat um, in Voxer and I start to realize when I think about like leaned back receiving, there are certain people online that I think about in connection with that. And I don't resonate with them as people or the way that they, the way that they like spend them. I don't have judgment on how they spend their money. That's not what I'm saying. But like, you know, buying a Chanel bag or, you know, buying a big hat or whatever. Like I don't have, I don't really feel to spend money on those things or to, I I feel like if you put me in some of these beautiful like designer clothes that these amazing women online are wearing, I would look like the clothes are wearing me. <laughs> my preferred for example, my preferred designer, excuse me, I just got a cough, wait one sec. Okay, I'm back. I just didn't want to like cough down your ear. I've had a sip of water and I'm back and ready to rock with part two. So I'm definitely more the kind of person who would spend money on like Alexander McQueen or Vivian Westwood than I am like Chanel or Yves Saint Laurent, etc. And yes, those are still designer brands, but they have like, for me, they have like an edgier, quirkier, more individualistic style. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm sure there are people out there who could slam me down for that because I don't really know a lot about designer labels, but I'm not really interested in in them right now. Maybe one day I will be, you know, maybe when the millions are dropping into my bank account, like ka-ching, 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 I'll be like, mm, maybe I'll go and have a look at the Chanel store. But, you know, stylistically, I'm more akin to something that has a skull on it than... <laughs> and pearls and that's just totally you know a personal preference and recently I did something that it feels like quite bold it felt quite bold when I was doing it but there was also a part of me that was like well of course of course this is how you roll so recently I reached out to a tattoo artist who was on a um he was on a program called Tattoo Fixes for, I think, one season. And I saw his work and I was like, hey, this guy's got an amazing energy and like manner about him when he's dealing with his clients, which I just think is so important if you're doing something like tattooing, because you're so fucking, you're in such a vulnerable position. You know, you've got fight or flight being triggered, all sorts of things happening in your body while someone's like repetitively stabbing you in the body and you're in a lot of pain. So feeling you know, safe, comfortable, respected in that situation, I think is very important. So <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, wow, he's got a really lovely manner about him with his clients and such a good energy. Like he seems like a good human. And then I saw his work online. I followed him for, you know, I don't know what, a couple of years, I suppose, just like following his work and just being like, wow, he's such an incredible artist. I love the designs that he creates. One day I'm going to get a tattoo from this guy. And then I was just feeling the other day like, fuck it. I'm just going to fucking message him. So I did. And um, he was like, yeah, that sounds like an amazing project. So now, anyway, long and short, I'm uh, booked in for two sessions 
in March to go and have this tattoo that's being custom designed for me by this amazing artist. And it's going to be, because it's quite a big piece, it's going to take at least two sittings and potentially a third, like, shorter sitting. And it's not the cheapest tattoo I've ever had, but I don't go for cheap, as you know. I go for the person that I want, where I want, and I will make my way to them. If When I know what I want, I just fucking invest and I do the thing. So I've sent my deposits, I've booked my flights, and I'm flying to the UK to go and have these tattoos done. So I'm flying to like the mainland because I live on an island, right? So I'm flying to England to go and get these tattoos done. And when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, like casual. But then when I think about that from an external perspective, like that's pretty fucking cool. (laughs) Um, And that's the kind of thing that I would look at someone and go, that's fucking badass, man. Like you just literally like know what you want and you just fucking go and get it. And I forget that about myself because it's something that I just kind of do. And this boredom that was coming through for me yesterday, it was really like, I'm good at giving myself the space in between when I feel tired and I need rest. I'm so much better at that now. Like I actually give myself the rest and the nurturing that I desire and it feels really yummy and good. And that is part of what we'll be doing in Empress. But then there's also this space in between where you've done all the actions, you've done all the things that you felt to do and now you're just kind of being. And that's the bit that I'm learning to understand and integrate right now. And these moments of space where I'm feeling that like, me, I'm bored, me, what am I going to do, me, now I've got all this space, but I don't want to fill it all up again, but me, it's just like the old part of identity around that's still attached to the doing paradigm, just having a little moment, having a little, you know, having a My boyfriend and I have a phrase for this kind of little tantrum that happens that will make no sense to anybody. So I'm not going to say it because it like it will make absolutely no sense because it's something that's so specific to he and I. But it's the only phrase that feels like it really fits the situation. So let me just feel into another phrase. It's a tantrum. So, yeah, that little part of me can have its little strop, its little tantrum. It can like throw down. And then I can come out the other side and go, okay, cool, right. Now who am I going to be? How do I want to feel? What is this moment for is a great... um, When I was working with Katrina Ruth, when I was mentoring under her um, many, many years ago now, that was one of the things she used to, you know, advise or one of the prompts she would give is, what is this moment for? And so I just dropped back into that and my body was like, there's actually nothing that I feel to do right now. But mm, it would be quite yummy to just be having a nap or meditating. And as soon as I felt that, my sacral was like, "Mm, yeah, that does feel yum. So off I went and I did my little meditation, had a little nap, snuggle with the dog. And then I kind of came back around, woke up feeling like a brand new sparkly human. So I think the quest for thinking that alignment or being in alignment is always going to feel shiny, sparkly and like, you know, a unicorn pooping rainbows. It's not true. Moments of our growth are going to be deeply uncomfortable 
And not always because we're actually in pain or processing something. Sometimes they're just going to be deeply uncomfortable because it's new. And we're not really as accustomed to new as we get older as we are when we're a little kid. Everything's new. But as you as you get older, you know, the brain is very is very clever because it will create pathways that take you from one piece to another. You know, it's that it's that old thing of like your brain remembers how to tie a shoelace because if you literally had a clean slate every day, you'd have to relearn how to tie your shoes every day. So the brain's very good at saving time by just remembering patterns and going, oh, you've done that before. OK, we don't need to do all of those steps. We can just literally be on autopilot and do da 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 da. So when you start doing this kind of work where you're breaking down the fundamental patterns and beliefs and systems of who you were, like your operating system of who you were before, when you now start to create new pathways and see new options and you your body's trying, like your ego, the old paradigm is trying to pull you back into the old way, it feels very uncomfortable and you know that it's not for you anymore, but it also feels very uncomfortable to sit in the space and just be like, oh, I'm not actually sure how this version of me responds to having all of this space. I'm not actually sure. It's okay that you've, that it takes a moment to calibrate there. And that's basically what I'm experiencing right now is like, wow, I've really created a life where I have all this space and I have all this time, even more so than ever before, and I still feel very connected and, you know, alive and excited about my business. Normally, those two things have been very separate for me. I've been able to be very, like, engaged and excited and in my business and doing all the things, almost like out-of-body experience. Or I've been, like, very, very rested, just but, like, complacent about my business. So this moment that I'm experiencing right now, this integration of all of the work I've done where I'm still really excited by my business and wanting to like keep engaged in it and moving it forward and growing, expanding, building, like that feels so good to me. And I'm also very much enjoying the fact that I've created systems and structures and all of that stuff that have allowed me to have a lot of space and a lot of time where I can just be and without being exhausted, I can just be and live my fucking life. So it's okay for me to take a breath, to calibrate to that and to be curious and playful with, oh, what is this moment for? And today is one of those days. I have nothing in my diary today, nothing apart from uh, training at the gym this evening. But see, that to me doesn't count as like a to-do because that's just like such an exciting pleasure and why wouldn't I like, yes, deliciousness, please. Um, but between now, it's like half eight in the morning, between now and half five, that whole period of time is just pure potential. I can do, be, have create whatever I want today and to those of you who don't have that right now that might sound very blissful to others it might sound like fuck I don't even know what I would do with that time I'd probably just fill it with stuff that I don't want to do or maybe when you really feel into it it almost makes you feel a little bit anxious because you've been so used to having your time and what you can and can't do dictated to you from past patterns and behaviours and that egoic voice in the mind that wants to keep you trapped in the doing paradigm. 
you know, it might make you feel like that. Or maybe there's a piece of you that's like, I, I, I don't even know if I could trust myself. If I had that much time, I don't think I'd ever get anything done. I think I'd just collapse in on myself. Like I don't, I don't know who I am without the scaffolding of the patriarchal structure that I've bought into. And all of that is okay. Wherever you are is fine. There's no judgment. It's really only the self-judgment that keeps us trapped in the first place. So with my day, I can do a bit more journaling, maybe a bit of clearing or tapping, meditate, maybe go for a walk, maybe have a nap. I'm not entirely sure. So I'm just going to use today to allow my sacral to guide me to whatever it feels as juicy and delicious. And I'm just going to let it take me on a path and let it unfold. Just let the magic unfold for the day. And this idea of things, oh my, stop it. I've literally just had another PayPal notification come through. <laughs> no, don't stop it. Thank you, universe. More, please. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I just love the real-time integration of this shit. Ah, oh, so good. So today is just a day of, well, not just today, today is an important day because it is a day where I get to integrate all of the magic from yesterday and the feelings of boredom and I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And I get to fully live that empress life. And this is what I'm wishing to create with the women who come and work with me. It's really understanding that your life is an extension of who you are on the inside. What you say yes to, what you say no to determines what you are creating for yourself. And the idea that leaned back receptivity has to be all flaky feminine, having baths and shoving yoni eggs up your foof. You know, maybe that is a part of it. Definitely is for me. However, <laughs> there's also this part of my my unique thread of what I believe is like my feminine energy or my receptive, my yin energy, if you will, to take it out of the binary um, of like, you know, the gender binary. My more yin, receptive, open, soft yumminess is also what makes, is like also part of the badass because there's a part of rebellion in the Empress for me. There's a part of us that is like, I know what I want and I'm going to get it and I don't really give a fuck if it doesn't fit into your idea of who I am or who you think I am. If it doesn't fit, if what I'm doing or what I'm spending my money on or the way I'm spending my time doesn't align with who you need me to be to keep you safe in your little fucking vanillapreneur cookie cutter life, like that's okay. I'm not living my life to shock you or to do anything. I'm not living it to make you feel comfortable. I'm not making it to live. I'm not living it to make you feel uncomfortable. I'm not living it for anybody other than myself. And I think that's one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves is to really live our lives for ourselves as ourselves in the fullest expression of who we are. And if you know that this is something that is calling to you, it's like the missing piece of the puzzle that you can feel inside of you when I speak about this, you're like, fuck, that's what I need. Fuck, I fucking need that shit in my life. Reach out to me today and get your ass into Empress. There's only going to be four women. And by the time this go this goes out, I don't know how many spots will be available because this episode won't go out till Monday and it's currently Wednesday of the previous week. And I'm going to be going all in on the launch for this in the next few days because the energy of it is building. I'm getting clearer and clearer about who this is for, what this really means for people when they say yes to this offering. It's really about 
saying yes to that unique expression of yourself and trusting that whatever your version of an empowered fucking badass empress boss bish, whatever that looks like for you is exactly what you need to be stepping into. And I've done the hard work of having those projections thrown at me, receiving those projections, working through those things, dealing with my own self-judgment. You know, as a six line, I've done the work on all of that shit. So when you bring it to the table with me, you know I can hold strong and I can see you as you truly are and reflect back to you how powerful, magical and fucking incredible you are and remind you to go out in the world and claim what is fucking yours. So if this is for you, drop me a message about Empress. And if there is space, let's get you in there. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean the world that there are people out there who are interested enough into the internal workings of my crazy mind to actually sit down and listen to me whiffling on about all things mindset. I'm so, so grateful that you took the time out of your day to spend a few minutes with me. So if you'd like to know more, then please do pop over to Facebook and check out Mindset and Life Transformations, which is my free Facebook community for all things mindset and energy work. I'm also on Instagram at Georgina Noel EFT, so you can find me there and find out even more about my weird and wonderful world where I do all of the crazy magic things. And also I train martial arts, so you get to see a lot of me hitting things too. I really do share all that I am on that amazing platform. So come on over, follow me, send me a message, say hi, let me know you listen to the podcast. Have an amazing rest of your day. And also, yay, celebrating myself for finally doing an intro and outro for this motherfucker. Have a wicked day. Bye.